Hi, hello, and welcome. We are back and live with you. Well, not live, but we're recording this. This is... Anyway. <laughs> how's everybody doing? I hope well. Hope everybody's staying safe with COVID. Michael, you doing alright? Yeah, doing good. Uh, we've been doing this a few weeks in a row now. I know. We're, I'm hoping to keep it up, because really it's, it's good to do it game by game especially under Sam Pittman because I like watching the improvement that Arkansas makes game to game and the adjustments that they make and I, I actually enjoy it. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah, so for how for how nice the week before last was when Arkansas finally won a game, this one was equally as frustrating and heartbreaking. Yeah. Because they could have won the game Questionable should have, should last, have won the game. Probably should have won the game. Questionable call at the end. Bad officiating, they man. Said they blew the play dead. Bad officiating. They they were in the process of going after the ball and they blew the whistle, saying that he threw it forward and he didn't. He threw it clearly backwards. It sucks because it would have been so nice to beat those guys for once. I know. But at least they didn't lose by thirty. I think someone said they had lost to Auburn four straight years by more than thirty points. Uh, so that's nuts. Three, three years because we beat Auburn the year before with Bielema. So three years by more than 30. Well, anyway, I know they kicked our ass for yeah, a it while was, now. Yeah, it was bad. And we really should have won that game. And you know, Chad Morris didn't call a good game like I figured he wouldn't. Um, the savior of the game was Bigsby for Auburn. He was running all over us. He was doing a great job. And Yeah, that, get, that, that guy was strong. As a, a true freshman. freshman. A true freshman. It's insane it's insane i couldn't believe how good that guy was but um bo Nix, like the classic bonehead that he is he threw it backwards for a spike and it was a fumble and arkansas players were going after it and auburn players were trying to keep him from going after it and uh arkansas ended up recovering the ball but right before arkansas legitimately recovered the ball they blew the whistle saying that it didn't go well, or it didn't go, you know, they blew it dead, and therefore they couldn't review that Arkansas recovered the ball, and therefore Arkansas lost. Now, I maintain that Arkansas should have won not because of, I mean, they should have won because of that, but they could have won outright had they got a first down on the drive beforehand. And they did. Yeah. Three running plays. I don't blame the running plays, because Traylon Smith, for having a great game, he was he was the reason why we were still and him and Felipe were the reason why we were still in that game. Like they both played exceptionally well. Even Traylon Smith. Now, Traylon Smith running backwards on the first play kind of boned him. If he was able to get three, four yards, which there was an avenue, there was a lane for him to, he but he didn't. Well, their offense he bounced didn't, it still instead. wasn't consistent enough to win. I mean I kind of feel like they got robbed in a way, but in a way, too, I feel like they had chances to win the game. How many three-and-outs did they have? They were chasing points after they got that extra point blocked. Sam Pittman did fall into the trap of trying to chase some points, getting two-point conversions here and there, and that missed field goal hurt. And I mean, there, there were chances blown that Arkansas should have won the game, 100%. And it sucks that we put ourselves in that position where we had to rely on the referees to to make a call like that 
knowing that Arkansas has terrible luck with that, I just assumed that, I mean, the referees would see how egregious that was and that they'd be able to pull out a replay and help us out, but they didn't do it. Started off, here's a scoring summary, started off with that block punt. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. I mean, Recovered okay. in the end zone. So being down 17 to nothing for Auburn. 47-yard field Auburn. goal from Carlson. Yeah. Another touchdown, <clears throat> Bowen Nicks, 15-yard run. They're up 17 nothing. Now, I give them credit for coming back like they did. Then touchdown to Mike Woods, and then touchdown to Davion Warren. Then we had a field goal, I think. And two-point... <laughs> Uh, pass conversion failed, and then Auburn kicked a field goal before the end of the half, twenty to twelve halftime. Arkansas starts out with a touchdown, Traylon Smith five yard pass from Franks. Then they're down twenty to eighteen, missed the two point conversion again. Then Schwartz from Knicks pass. Auburn's up 27-18. So Arkansas is down nine, then the kick of field goal, 23 yards. And then touchdown pass, 30 yards, Davion Warren. That was impressive. Yes. Put it it was up, on the money. 28-27. Warren had his man beat, and Franks put it right on the money. Right where Five and a half to minutes to go in the game. You're up by a point. You know. The rest you is, were feeling the rest good. is I mean, history. You were feeling yeah. like oh, they were meant to do this. And then Auburn missed the field goal, and we took over, and then we went three and out mm-hmm. with those three runs. Auburn burned all three timeouts. Now, I have an issue with all three runs, but I don't blame them for doing all three runs. And what was if, that thing with Hornsby twice in a row? Yeah. Trying to run him. They need to not sub out Franks unless Franks is, like, legitimately hurt. If he's legitimately hurt... I get it, you know, put in someone else and let him do it. But I, I guess don't... they felt like he could get one-on-one and beat somebody. But Which he... I think that's what they, they thought. they gave him two tries to do Hornsby it. Because was, Hornsby's fast. That first play where he almost rounded the corner, I thought he had it. Yeah. I thought he had it. Maybe not a terrible call. I mean, it didn't work out, so it looks bad. But I don't know. I, sh- I saw flashes of great offense, and then I saw the old same old three and out. So I don't know. It well, was... I think I think in that game, Kendall Bryles actually called a pretty decent game. Um, I'd give him a B plus. I'd I'd give him a B. And the only reason why I'd give him a B is because they ran it three times, and it wasn't Kendall Bryles' fault. But he, the three running plays that they had, all three plays had had running lanes to go in. They had they the were block sealed. Holes. Yes, they had the block sealed. Yeah, the and he could have done it, better. but instead, Traylon Smith, instead of going north and south, he tried to bounce it. And him bouncing it cost us big time. And like I said, Traylon Smith was—he had a great game. He had a like I said, he had a great, great game, and he was a big reason why we were still in that game. And. But I and our defense played pretty well, considering. And it sucks that Bumper Pool now has cracked ribs, and he may not play Saturday. Um, but Raheem Boyd is back. Uh, I don't know if Traylon Burks is back yet. I don't know. I don't think so. Is I Grant, haven't heard Grant anything Morgan different. Uh, Grant Morgan, the, he also is banged up, but I'm not 100 percent sure what injuries he has. It hasn't been released yet. 
I don't know if he's going to play or not. He, from what all I've read before I came over here to you know do the podcast with you, is that uh, Raheem Boyd will play, and uh, Burks is questionable. Poole is questionable, and Morgan's questionable. But they think that Morgan and Poole will play. They don't know how how effective they'll be, but at least they'll be there. All if right. needed. Um, there is some question, though, going into Ole Miss about COVID concerns because Lane Kiffin is kind of half freaking out about whether or not he'll have enough players to play with COVID. And if that's the case, then that bodes well for Arkansas. That means they have less depth and that Arkansas may be able to actually do something, may be able to stop their ridiculously prolific offense. And uh, But is equally as good as Ole Miss's offense is, their defense is every bit as that bad, which also bodes well for Arkansas. Yeah, so I guess moving on to that, Ole Miss is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Arkansas. I'm, I'm taking Arkansas on the points. Yeah, I'm tempted too as well. I think Just, Arkansas's I, defense I, is good enough. Ole Miss is going to score points. I mean, they were they were scoring on Bama at will, basically. But at the same time, like, I think I think Arkansas. Barry Odom, man. That's what I'm saying. Barry Odom has a really, or he's a really, really good defensive coordinator. Like, really, really upper echelon good defensive coordinator. And I think. I think they can actually get a turnover here and there. Because, I mean, Corral's good, but he's not great. Even though he, I guess he does lead the uh, the country in efficiency. But that, that can vary game to game, depending on where you go. And if they're coming up here... You never know how that's going to affect people, even if, even with the seventeen thousand that's going to be in the stadium Saturday. Because I guarantee you that every single person that they can fit in that stadium safely, they will. What, yeah, have you thought? seen what tickets are? For this I game? have not looked. I have not looked. Have you? No, I haven't. But it'd be it'd be a good one to go to. Yeah, I. I think Ole Miss's offense is first and their defense is last. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think I heard that Arkansas is like sixth in points allowed. In the country? Which I thought they'd be better than that. In the country? I feel like they're better than that in the SEC. Okay. I I think they're better than that. They've just played really good teams. I mean, like, Georgia is great. Georgia is a very, very good team. probably didn't help their stats. No. No, not at all. If you if you take Georgia out of that, I bet they're probably top two, three. But I, it's yeah. hard. To, it's hard to tell, really, because I mean that was the first game of the year, and Georgia could very well be the best team in the SEC. To be totally honest, they could very well be the best team in the SEC. Yeah. But. At either rate, like okay, so Arkansas is a one and a half point dog at home to Ole Miss. What what's your thought on it? You think they can? Cover I think it's or? a coin flip, but I'm going to take the Hogs. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's a good. I guess we're getting into picks, guys. So here it is. 
We forgot an icebreaker, though. If oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, if you want to do that and we can keep people in suspense, we can. Would you, for $20,000, get bitten by a rattlesnake when somebody was standing right next to you that had the anti-venom? 20000 But you have to walk up to this rattlesnake and you have to let this snake bite you for $20,000. Now, is this $20,000... Cash in a briefcase. With expenses paid? No taxes, no nothing. No, no, no. I'm talking about with expenses paid, like hospital expenses paid. Yeah, if you want to go to the hospital, you can. That's all paid? Yeah. And then I get $20,000 to keep on my own? Yeah. Man, ooh, that's a good one. I... I would. <laughs> yeah? I would. I thought about this. And I'll tell you why. Because the anti-venom for rattlesnakes is, is especially if they're right next to you, if they're right next to you, they can minimize that yeah. pretty, pretty good. You know, like, the, what, <laughs> yeah. what the issue is, when you get bitten, usually it's relatively remote. And you have to be either A, transferred by ambulance, which could take who knows how long, or B, airlifted, or C, you get transported by civilians, right? Yeah. And so you don't have the medical care right then, right? If that is the case, I think I'd do it. However, would I do it? Like if I was out in the woods with you and you're like, hey man, I bet you 20 bucks you won't, or bet you $20,000 you won't get bit by that rattlesnake. I go, yeah, right. And then, you know, bite me, bitch. You know, I wouldn't do that. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. No I way. Agree. You go know, ahead. I don't think I would let a snake bite me, a rattlesnake bite me. If it was non poisonous, for sure. Even if it was like a copperhead, maybe. But just walking up to a snake and making it bite you—that'd be hard to do. I don't think I could. Do Twenty thousand is a decent amount. That's of money, a lot man. of money. That's a good. Amount. That's a good amount of money. But a rattlesnake? I mean, that could kill you. But I guess chances are good you're going to live. But I mean, if you have medical staff right there. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so we differ on that. Did you have one? Yeah. So okay, my icebreaker is going to be if you were to choose. Any historic stadium to watch a college football game in, what would it be? Well, I was actually going to go this year. It was Notre Dame. See, I thought that's what it was going to be. And COVID ruined that. So, get them next time, huh? So, that, that's <laughs> what you would go to, is, is Notre Dame? Yeah, probably so. I've always wanted to see the, the Rose Bowl, like go to a Rose Bowl. See, I had a toss-up. It was between the big house in the Rose Bowl. Or maybe even going to see... Camp like, Randall? And may, no, it? Camp Randall's okay. Wisconsin? Camp Randall's okay. But it's not all... I mean, it's historic, but it's not like... Big House. Yeah, it's not Valley. Big House, Happy Valley, you know, the horseshoe historic. You know what I mean? Where, like, all these great teams have played there and won national championships there. I would go see... Uh, even though I hate both teams with a fiery passion, I'd love to go to the Red River rivalry with Texas and OU at the old Cotton Bowl. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. 
All right. Texas A&M. Oh, we're going. Okay, we're going back to picks, y'all. We're going back to picks. Uh, we're on Michael's watch here. No, go ahead. Just no, no, no. More to elaborate on? Uh, no, that, that's I. Go ahead, man. I, I'm literally just stating that you're good, man. You're good. A&M's a five-point favorite at Mississippi State. Before I give you a minute to think, we need to. It's we, at. We didn't it's get at, last last week's results. We need to get on that, huh? We do. Uh, I feel like I did pretty well on that. I think you did. I, I remember looking at it, but I didn't. I didn't bring the picks with me. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I should have. That's you can blame it on me if you want. <laughs> no worries, man. A and M is A and M at home. They are on the road at Mississippi State. From what I'm going to take me. Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm inclined to as well. I mean, A and M, their offense looks. I don't know though. They <clears throat> they they look they look sketchy. They beat Florida, man. They beat the number Florida's four team not in the that country. great at, on defense though. They're not that good. And Mississippi State's not either, but their offense is every bit as good as Florida when playing well. Uh, I'm going to change it. I'm going to take A&M. All right, because I, I mean, I think I think Mike Leach is understanding that this is a different league that he's really going to need to step up his game. Um, just for the record, Florida and LSU, I believe, has been postponed. They have been postponed. They have the not idea. released a new date for that. Vandy and, Vandy Missouri. and Missouri has also been postponed. They have not released a date yet. Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee's a six-point favorite. Who you got? Uh, I'll take Tennessee. They lost to Georgia last week, but I feel like Georgia is the best team in the league. Uh, man, we'll find out about that. This week I'm, too, I guess. and it's it's where Kentucky at Tennessee. I'm gonna take Knoxville. Ten- that'd be a great place. That'd to be go a good one to go to. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Tennessee also. Actually, all right. Auburn at South Carolina, and Auburn is a three and a half point favorite. I'll let you go first on this one. I'm going to take South Carolina. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I am too, for whatever reason. South Carolina's got a pretty decent defense. And, and if then, that's one thing Muschamp can do is coach defense. Yeah. He can do that. I wish there were and, fans, And it's man. Chad Morris, that would help offensive coordinator. Auburn is the most overrated top 15 team ever. By far. The most overrated ever. They're 2-1 and one with an asterisk. Arkansas is 1-2 with an asterisk. To me. To me. Yeah, but one of their losses was Georgia. I mean, just like Arkansas, I don't think I think it's still too early in the year to know for sure. But they they completely shut Auburn down, like completely. Georgia's defense is the truth, dude. I'm telling you, I watched their. I, I think I said last week I watched their front seven. Tennessee, how they many are did they score stunningly on? good. Uh, 
against, ooh, I'm not sure. I think they were at least at 24 last time I saw it, but. Well, I know. But, yeah, I agree that I, Georgia's got it. Georgia's defense is, they're good, man. They are just good. I mean, watching them against Arkansas, like, just seeing them move and seeing them play their play their defense like it was meant to be played is is something to watch, man. It's fun to watch. So, speaking of Georgia, All right. they're at Alabama, and Alabama, according to what you gave me, is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Then these are from Bovado lines, by the way. That's a great game, Georgia at Alabama. I'm wanting to watch that game big time. I want to watch that game because I, I think Georgia's going to win outright. I do too, man. We're pretty. I think Georgia is the best team in the SEC, and I don't think. I mean, Bama's good, and Who without knows, without Nick Saban on the sideline, because Nick Saban has the Rona, they'll be coached by Sark, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, and he's a pretty good offensive mind. But they're going to need defense to to beat Georgia, because I mean. Bennett is their fourth string quarterback. Bennett, I think, is his name yeah. for Georgia. He's playing pretty well. He's playing pretty well. All right. So, what's your lock of the week? My lock is going to be Tennessee and Kentucky. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tennessee wins by by more than the spread. Yeah, I was gonna take that one too. I'm going to take that one too. So our only difference is the A&M Mississippi State game. So well, then I can change my lock. Then I mean, there there were two games I was struggling with. You're welcome to if you want. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to I'll go ahead and change my lock to Georgia. Okay. Uh, even though I, I want to take Tennessee, but I want to make sure that we're different. Uh, that way somebody wins. You know. Yeah. Like um, what about NFL? What do you got this week for NFL? Um, well, I was looking up games. I kind of bombed on NFL. I should just pick the opposite of what you were. I will give you credit. Minnesota should have been you, Seattle. You, you were right on that game. You were right with Minnesota. I was wrong. Um, I thought. I think the line was Seattle's it, so lucky, dude. Seattle is lucky. There, Seattle down miracles. All Seattle is is the Auburn of the NFL. They are so <laughs> freaking lucky. It's crazy. Auburn is really lucky. Let's be let's call it what it is. Auburn is really lucky. But Minnesota did get it done as far as betting line. Yes. And then I think uh, you said you were taking San Cincinnati. San Francisco uh, you know, the line wasn't available cuz Garoppolo was questionable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. God they it wasn't because they I was got, going to take the Niners dude, and they got hosed. They got rock rolled by the rolled, Miami dude. Dolphins. They got rock rolled. Here's the deal. I was what last weekend was one of the worst weekends of football for me in a while because to watch the Hogs lose the way they did, and then to watch the 49ers get their absolute teeth kicked in by the Dolphins was difficult to take in and difficult to to watch so i i'm i'm hoping for better or for more improvement from both sides this weekend but the niners play sunday night baby sunday night versus the rams yeah i'm not on the garoppolo is starting i do know that 
Garoppolo so, starting. And Cincinnati, I thought they would make a game out of the uh, at Baltimore. Yes, I and believe they so. they didn't. I think they scored no, three points. No, uh, Dude, I, I knew that was a bad pick from when you said Yeah, you it. got that. You got this next one. You got Cleveland over uh, the Colts. Yeah, dude. I mean, Cleveland. I thought the Colts were Cleveland's doing it. Cleveland's 4-1. Yeah. Cleveland is 4 They're They look relatively legit but then they, but then again they haven't played the Steelers yet and I they I think they play the Steelers this week and that'll be a really good game I think I think and it'll be a pretty good game we were doing the podcast during Tampa Bay at Chicago yeah and I would have taken or I did take Tampa Bay and they lost four, and they lost outright yeah so yeah not yeah. good I mean it, it was NFL man NFL is way different than than college like trying to bet with the nfl is extremely difficult because it literally is week by week okay like here's one i would take cleveland browns at pittsburgh steelers steelers are three and a half point favorite i would take pittsburgh i would too all right we'll we'll just do pittsburgh's defense is great they're they're good they're good and Mike Tomlin is the truth. He, he's a great head coach. He is a great head coach. Uh, what's another good one? Packers are one point favorite at Tampa Bay. I'll, I'll take the Packers. Yeah, I will too. I mean, I, I think Tom Brady is still That's got. Be a good game. I think I, th- I agree, and I think Tom Brady still has quite a bit in the tank, and I think he'll do pretty decent. But uh, man, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind right now, and the Packers are playing great. Uh, I got to give him full credit for that. So I took Green Bay minus one. What was that first game we did? This week. Made two picks. This week, Steelers. It was yeah, Steelers and Browns. And yeah. So let's get one where we differ. Let's do it. What do you think of Lions at Jaguars? Lions are three and a half point favorite. I'll take. Where are they playing? <laughs> Jacksonville. That's a shitty game. All right, Kansas City Chiefs at Bills. Chiefs are four and a half point favorite. That'll be a good game. Chiefs just signed Le'Veon Bell. I doubt he plays, though, right? I don't think so. He has to go through uh, COVID protocol. At Buffalo. Could be cold. I'm going to take Buffalo. I think the Chiefs bounce back. I don't see them losing two games in a row. But four points? I could see the Chiefs winning by three. Yeah, you never know. You never know about the Bills. Man, the thing with the Bills is they play really, really good at home when it's cold weather. Like, really, really good. Because the players love it. They're there. They know. They have to deal with it. But then again, the Chiefs, they they play in some pretty hardcore cold weather games, too. All right. What else you got? Uh, Man, I just looking forward to Ole Miss. Um, I know... Uh, you and I have plans to go golfing uh, Saturday morning, and so we'll go golfing, yeah. and then we'll watch the hog game. And man, I'm I'm really hoping that I don't think I've watched the Arkansas game with you yet this year. Right? No, not yet. No, not yet. 
I'm I'm excited to watch it. I don't know what to expect, and I kind of like that. I kind of like not knowing, but at the same time, I want to. I want the Razorbacks to to come back with some fight because I mean it, the way they lost that game last week is kind of deflating. Yeah, frustrating, man. And if but if they actually do come back and play hard, I'll be even more sold on Sam Pittman. Even if the Razorbacks lose by, you know, 10 points, I'll be like, you know what? They came back with fight. I'm good with it. And that that's that's the biggest thing I'm taking away. They're in games now, though. I know, and that that's Man, what that's I... That's exciting. You aren't going into games thinking, alright, so how much is this team going to beat us by? I'd love to beat Lane Kiffin in Ole Miss. He's so nice. Oh, well, Lane Kiffin's a he he's an he's a polarizing figure. He's an interesting figure, and I think Ole Miss is is good, but not great. And I would love to see Lane Kiffin's offense just throw a dud out there, and as Arkansas just runs up the score a little bit. Because, I mean, there's no way that their defense is going to hold Arkansas. There's just no way. Their defense is so bad. I mean, They're so bad. Our dude. offense can be lackluster at times. I think we're averaging. They can be, but Franks, I mean, regardless, Franks had 300 yards and four touchdowns last week against Auburn. Yeah, he is not turning the ball over, and I at think all. he's been fantastic. He's been incredible. He, that's the reason why we're in these games, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Felipe Franks is playing exactly the way that we thought we would, or he's playing exactly the way we hoped he would whenever Sam Pittman recruited him here. And from what I understand, like, he came out and said the other day, he's like, I love Arkansas, I love this school, and to be honest, I am I have zero regrets coming here. This Sam is a great coach, and I'm having a good time. I know the players now, and we're starting to, we're starting to click, we're starting to gel. They play hard for him, and, I mean, that's a sign of a great coach. I agree. That, that's a sign of leadership, just like Eric Musselman with the Razorbacks, which, by the way, they held their first practice yesterday. Have you seen any highlights from that? I haven't. I don't really get into Arkansas basketball, you know, until Man. about the first game. Dude, real they, game starts, but they look good. They look good. I always hear good things, you know. He's he's the truth, Eric. Yeah, I believe I'm that. I'm so so. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, you know, uh, one of the finalists for the Arkansas jobs was uh, a Greg Marshall from Wichita State. He was one of the finalists. He was interviewed several times, and he was obviously not hired. And now he's in some trouble with the NCAA because of recruiting violations. Really, really. And so, and uh, I, you know, I, I follow Otis Kirk, who is a big Arkansas pundit around here, who follows Arkansas a lot, and and he said, "I'm so glad they hired Musselman over Greg Marshall. Musselman is a great, great yeah, coach, I think and we are really, really lucky. Rough. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. And I will say this also: I heard this the other day, which kind of blew my mind. Before Arkansas hired Sam Pittman, you know who they interviewed? Who? Dion Sanders. I thought I read that somewhere. They interviewed Dion Sanders to be their head coach. How how great is it that 
Hunter Yurichek saw through the 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 veil that is Deion Sanders and pick Sam Pittman instead. Like that is exactly what he needed to do. Well, I hope it. he does well. I think he's coaching like somewhere in Mississippi, right? It's it's a smaller school. It's Youngstown State. Is I think is who he's coaching, right? Or Jacksonville State. Pardon, Jacksonville State is who he's coaching. Yeah. But regardless, I've, I hated Dion when he played, but he's a little bit better now that he's aged, matured a little, I guess. Maybe he's still. Kind I don't of know. He, he's still kind of a prima donna little punk to me. I don't. <laughs> but then again, I'm a Niner fan, and you know, Niners. I, we had him for one year, and the one year we had him, we won the Super Bowl. So I can't like get too mad at him. Yeah, I'm a Packer fan, and back in those days, Cowboys would beat the Packers most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think of Hunter Juracek? Do you like him? Yeah, I think he's doing pretty good. I think so too. I think he's doing good. I he he's not he's not Frank Broyles, but really, who really is when it comes to being an AD? Like, well, it's a new era. It's, yeah, it's, it's totally. You different. You need a different kind of person. And and Hunter Juracek is he's he's straightforward, but he doesn't give too much away, and I appreciate that. You know, like I just want to hear, I just want to hear a little bit of truth. Like if he comes out there and says, "Hey, so we didn't hire Deion Sanders because we didn't feel like he was right for the job," which is a hundred percent true. Let's be like that's a hundred percent true, but we don't know the details behind that. I'm good with that. Like he can just leave it at that and be done with it forever. Yeah. The reason, and then he's like, "The reason why we hired Sam Pittman is because of this, because of this, because of this, because of this." And it's all truth. He's not. He's not trying to, you know, pull the wool over our eyes. He's actually telling us. What yeah, he's I think doing. he's got a good blend, because in today's age, like they don't give away anything. I feel like when we were kids, like there were reporters from every news conference or every news station on cable TV, and they could all watch practice. They could all interview coaches, players. And now you really can't do that, but that it sounds like it's like par for the course nowadays. It's almost run like NFL. Well, now everything like we can be. We can't tell you who's got COVID, who doesn't. Well, now everything could be broadcast online, which is very different. You yeah, know, it's back, like back they then, watch themselves. Back you know? then, they'd get a day late, and then they would have to make sure that they were right. Yeah, but I because like the, that he has a kid, uh, like a son. Doesn't he have a son? That he does have a son. Yeah, yeah. college age. Yeah, roughly, I think that helps him think, relate. Yeah. I think so. Um, he what? Regardless, he's doing a great job. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Arkansas soccer—they're ranked third in the country. The ladies. The ladies. We don't have a men's soccer team, but we have a ladies soccer team, and they're ranked third in the country. And they play number—I believe it's 15, South Carolina. So it's number one in the East versus number one in the West in soccer this weekend. So. We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't think the Razorbacks, the women Razorbacks soccer team, has been beaten yet, and they're they they're good, and so hopefully they can uh, they can keep it up. But yeah, represent the state. What a yes, great sir. State, Arkansas. What a great state, huh? It's all right. Yeah, I love it. No, it, it's a good state, man. It really is. I mean, I've lived in Utah. I've lived here. I've lived in. I've lived in Kansas, and uh, I can honestly say that the people here are much more welcome than they are at either st- at either of those other states. Um, there was a sense of pride in Utah, but it's a little different than it is here. Like here, there is 
our sense of pride runs through the Razorbacks, mm-hmm. whereas there, their sense of pride runs through having a beautiful state. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's, and the it's Utah just Jazz. different. They do like the Jazz. They man, they are a freak for the Jazz, just like I am. I mean, I, I love the Jazz, and I won't. That won't ever dissipate ever. But uh, yeah, outdoor paradise that Utah. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I mean, even here, I mean, they're very similar. If you, I mean, just different landscapes obviously but they're very similar in that they both pride themselves on being a natural part of the world but the way arkansas channels their pride is through the razorbacks whereas our or utah channels their pride through uh the natural world which is both great it's just i enjoy watching the razorbacks play oh yeah it's, and so it's like that's i kind of relate to that more I mean, not to say that I'm not an outdoorsy person. I'll well, go you've camping. been here a while now. Yeah. You're part yeah. of the family. Yeah, well, I, actually, I was the thinking Arkansas about it the family. other day, and believe it or not, exactly half of my life was lived in Utah, and exactly half of my life was lived here. Yeah. So I, I consider myself, I have dual citizenship, so to speak, I guess. Uh, but Parting thoughts on a Rays Brave series, World Series? I'd love what it. Say you. I'd love it. I'd love uh, it. I'm going for the Rays if they if the Rays make it. I'm Party going for thoughts. the Rays. I know that it was last time we looked. It was three to two uh, Astros in the seventh. I think is when we last saw before we came down here to do this podcast. So I don't know what the score is now, but I would love to see the Hopefully Rays. Hopefully, they can get one of four. I would think. I would think. Run, I mean, they're they're up three one. Jesus. We'll see. Uh, parting thoughts on LeBron Lakers. Um, I was I was happy for LeBron because I'm I'm not a big LeBron fan, but I do think that he is a different kind of person. Much like Kobe, much like MJ, he just has this. We'll save that for another day. I don't yeah, know. I th- yeah. Uh, Lakers yeah. win. Congratulations. Yeah, that's hey, all I'll say about that. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. See. Ya. Uh, all right. Well, um, if you guys like what you hear. Like the podcast on Facebook. Wait a sec, podcast. Uh, also, we are on Twitter, believe it or not. At wait a sec underscore pod. We're both there. If you guys like what you hear, like and share. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.